Good morning, you guys. Welcome to Spotlight on Maryland. It's Gina Crash. I'm so excited to introduce you to my guests. In the studio, we are joined by Tiffany Majors, the president and CEO of the Greater Baltimore Urban League. Good morning, Tiffany. How are you? Good morning. I'm amazing. Thank you. You're awesome with your hot chocolate and everything. We've been bouncing around the studios here. We're so excited to have you here in person. Yes. And we're joined by Jemiah Ebron. She is G Bull's program coordinator for youth programs and education. It's so good to have you here, too, Jemiah. Maya? Thank you. I'm so excited. Hi, Gina. It's awesome to have you both here. This is so great. And Tiffany, we got to start with congratulations, first of all, on your fifth anniversary. You've reached the milestone of leading the Greater Baltimore Urban League for an amazing five years. Wow. So round of applause. Thank you. <laughs> and and that being said, like, do you want to take a moment to lead off and reflect on that? Things like achievements, goals, um, that kind of thing, like wh- where's your head at with that? Because that's that's huge. You said if I didn't, if I'm not mistaken, you were quoted as saying you will lead until your last breath. Like this is more than a job to you. This is your life's work. It is. It definitely is. It's difficult work, but it is my life's work. I know God put me here to do this. Um, is very dear to me to serve my people and the needs of the individuals in the community that don't ha- that you know don't have much and feel like they don't have a voice. So. Um, it is it is not work for me. It's not a career for me. It really is my life service. So um, you got me on that because um, that's true. Whether I serve here or serve anywhere else, I will serve people until my last breath. Um, and it has been an amazing ride with individuals who are also dedicated to the community and helping the less fortunate. Absolutely. And we, we're so proud here at Odyssey Baltimore to partner with you and also nationally Odyssey, in case people don't know, we partnered with the National Urban League uh, back in about October of 2020. Um, and we teamed up with you guys to advance racial justice and equity in the communities that we both serve. And we just, it's my favorite part of the job. I mean, it really is because this is your spotlight on Maryland. This is your half hour to talk about all the great work that that you do in the community. And you recently had the most amazing Saturday and you guys um, were kind enough to invite me to. You celebrated the triumphant graduation ceremony of your workforce development program for the Urban Tech Jobs 2.0 Cybersecurity Program sponsored by Comcast Universal and the Mayor's Office of Baltimore ARPA. All of these things from Comcast to the mayor to all of your relationships, Tiffany, this is all like spearheaded initially by you and your amazing team. So tell us what that graduation, I saw your pictures and your videos on Instagram and you were (laughs) such a proud leader. Like what an amazing day and what a successful program. And tell us how that all came to be and what was that day like? It um it was really miraculous. Um that was the first time that those twenty six individuals met in person because of COVID. So their IT certification process, uh they received a certification in Security Plus, Professional Scrum Master and Cloud Plus. And they did all of that together in a class um remotely. So for them to come together and one one of the most exciting things is a part of this grant that we provided to each of them was a three-piece suit. And I was very surprised. I, I did not know that the suits they had on was a suit that we provided to them. They were spectacular, but this was a very difficult group. We did have some bumps and bruises because this IT uh, class was specific to bringing minorities and individuals without an IT background into the IT field. 
um, which is very difficult. And we actually gave them <laughs> some of the highest certifications. So it was almost like, what in the world are you doing to these people? And that's what they felt sometimes. Yes. But they were separated into three different groups where they leaned on each other so much that we had a 100% rate um, of completion and certification for professional scrum master. We had a 20 23 of the 26, 22 of the 26 received their Security Plus, uh, which is a, a very high certification. And we had 17 of the 26 receive their Cloud Plus. So it was imperative because I sat in on some of those classes. And to be perfectly honest with you, we went into the depths of Baltimore to recruit these individuals. I, many times I saw one individual cleaning bathroom toilets in the school while on her phone taking this course. Um, we had two individuals. One served 20 years in prison and is returned back to the community. We had some seniors that were retired, and they all have successfully received their certification and looking to enter into the IT world. Um, so it was dynamic. That's incredible because it can be an intimidating field, first of all, all the acronyms flying around. Absolutely. And, you know, but that the fact that – so how do you recruit them? You, you really did a great job trying to find – Anybody who thought they were interested in this but never thought that they could do it or would have that opportunity. How yes. do you how do you how many years have you been doing that and how can people get, that are hearing this are like, oh, I want to do that. How can people get involved in the future with this program? Um, well, I wrote a grant uh, for Comcast. National Urban League uh, put an RFP out for IT. Um, we didn't win the first one, which was four years ago. Two years ago, we won um, a two-year program, $125,000. And of course, that doesn't cover it. So we were able to utilize funds from our ARPA uh, contract with the mayor's office. Um, that was a million-dollar grant that we received to... Um, place individuals from Baltimore City into employment. So it's workforce development program. Um, we had a screening process where they had to come in and they had to complete the assessments because if they couldn't complete and pass the IT, the basic level assessments, there would be no way they would be able to get any of these certifications. So it starts with the application process. Then they're personally interviewed. Um, we do we don't do a background check for those um, because some of the individuals will require a security clearance. Um, that's how they get into the program. I believe that I, I've been contemplating if we're going to start another class, but I, I am um, hopeful that we will have something in February. But my interest is really getting the those that have a certification into employment. They're the priority right now. I don't want to start another class right. and start concentrating on individuals when we have some that are certified and not employed. So You're that, right. that's it. It doesn't end with the classes, right? Absolutely. And, and thank you for all that the Greater Baltimore Urban League does for our returning citizens. Because, and you would say security clearance, you think, I mean, you're going to find a way that they can yes. be gainfully employed in this relatively high paying field yes. that is really going to make a difference in the lives of all of these people and their families absolutely, and their community. And they're going to reinvest in Baltimore. And they already do. They already do. They're yes. already doing that. Yeah. So that that's incredible. Um, and then that same day, um, so we can bring Jemiah uh, back in the conversation a little bit too. Ebron, program coordinator for youth programs and education at GBO. Well, first of all, Jemiah, let's let's start with you for a second, just to, and we'll get to your important because this this is how busy the Greater Baltimore <laughs> Urban League is. While you were doing that, Tiffany, and where was that the venue that you helped? That was at the garage, which I really really want to um, highlight. That is a a, a black-owned, um, very small 
not not small building if it's maybe 300 individuals but we had that there and they were able to highlight everything we did we highlighted one of our Pepsi participants they came and did the food um French at French Toast Connection and it was on uh I can't remember which street I know or something like yeah, that it's exactly. right near right near Penn Penn Station yes yes Lafayette. Exactly. Yes. That's yep. it. Yep. Derek Chase, he's the owner of the garage. Yeah, it was awesome. And then French Toast Connection was one of the restaurants in your Black Restaurant Accelerator program through Pepsi when you guys had that big party at uh, you the know our Trade Center. Very well done. Oh don't my you? gosh. That, I love that Gina. That was amazing, you guys. I, I mean, just to meet Mark Moriel, that you're the president of the National, National Urban League. Yes. I mean, he is such an incredible mind He's a and leader. what a background i mean you read his bio and you're like i feel like i'm not doing anything <laughs> you know what i mean i mean we're talking today but sheesh i mean you know but you guys put on these things and you're just like i'm i'm in awe of for all, free of, everything is free yes i'm in awe of you know all that you do but um that being said real quick jamaya we're going to talk about your important saturday with your with your program okay. but how did you get wind up at the urban league did you was this a phone call did you seek it out what was in your background that you're like all right i'm i'm gonna be like Tiffany and I'm going to I'm going to lead and I'm going to be a part of Jeeble. So um, I started out actually in the psych field. I went to Howard for psychology. I was at a psych rehab at first. And then after I winded up kind of in the school system um, and then I went to their gala last year and I just saw how much they gave back um, and they had positions open and it was education. So it was kind of a no brainer for me. That's how I ended up here. And that um, gala was amazing. You had uh, it was Governor Elect Westmore at the time. Yes. You you introduced him, and um, you know it just it was such an incredible. We didn't have it this year, but we're going to talk about your hundred year for next year in yes. a second. But so that's how it. That's how like you got that invite. You saw what the, what Jeebel does, mm-hmm. and then you're now you're working there. That's like right. that's a that's a, this is so a, it's got to be a dream come true. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's amazing. I love it. I love it. And so when you look at your title, which is fancy, Program Coordinator for Youth <laughs> Programs and Education, um, what does that mean on a day-to-day basis? What is it that you're doing in that department that's, that, you know, tell us about your job. A headache. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's very fulfilling. So daily, we're like organizing events, um, working with our Saturday leadership program, working with our parents, our kids' village, um, just promoting success in their lives, helping them with what they need, um, and planning, um, you know, college visits on the weekends, um, career workshops, those type of things. Um yeah, yes. that's really important. And and the same day that, you know, we're doing the cybersecurity graduation, your um, Greater Baltimore Urban League Youth Program, you hosted your highly successful orientation for the Saturday Leadership Program. That was held at the University of Baltimore, an amazing school. So tell us more about that day, because you I know you really wanted to also be at the garage <laughs> yes. for the cybersecurity <laughs> yes. event. But literally, until we learn how to clone ourselves, you weren't <laughs> able to be at both places at once. But that's an example of how busy the Urban League is in the community every single day. So tell us, uh, for me and Tiffany, who weren't able to make it to your event, what that was all about and how you see the culmination of all of your hard work into their achievements. And how, how was that day? It was awesome. Um, first, I do want to give a shout out to John. He is amazing. Um, it was amazing. It was great to like put faces to names, meet like supportive parents. Um, it's always great to connect in person. You know, after COVID, it's a big damper. You know, we don't always get to see each other all the time. And we have kids all over Baltimore City and Baltimore County. Um, shout out to our amazing facilitators. We had a 
good time. Um, it was amazing. The kids getting to meet them. Um, they did a um, what is it called? A workshop. It was like bring your best self. Um, just telling them how to show up every time as their best self, no matter what's going on. If they need a moment, if they need to talk, those type of things, and sharing the resources that we have. Um, That's really important because yeah. it's much more than just learning. Like it, it is. There's a lot going on in everybody's mm-hmm. lives, and yeah. you really you help with that as well, which is incredible. And is it mostly virtual still these days um, for you know for the leadership program? No, no it's not. Okay, we're getting in person. We oh, that's awesome. Feet on the ground. That's great. That's great. And so it's is it never too late to sign up for the Saturday leadership program? Is that something that people can go to your website gbull dot org gbul dot org? Is that something that you're constantly? We are constantly. You can constantly register. Um, for now, I would say go to our Instagram because the link is directly in there. And okay. That's GBUL Youth. Um, and the link is right there, registration link. Awesome. So we, we are all we are always arms open, ready to receive everyone. So that's great. Now, so do you have a separate um, Instagram account, IG account for that, or is that just GBUL's yes. account? Oh, you have it's a separate GBUL leadership. Youth. Yeah. Okay. So GBUL Youth. We got. Is that? Um, how long have you been doing that? Because that's really important because you really are reaching the youth, which is getting the next generation, which is continuing on the mission of, you know, the greater Baltimore Urban League and the National Urban League. So is that is that something that, you know, you've done for a long time or are there other ways that you reach young people um, that is really important to do in that way? Like, are there other ways that you're reaching out, like whether it's, you know, TikTok um. or... Oh, well, no, that is something that we should look into. Yeah. Right? Oh, me because too. You and me both. Kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... A lot of ages are on social media, so we feel like that's the best way for now. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we reach out via phone, um, you know, email, yeah. text. So yeah. We're on it. <laughs> you are totally on that. So on if, if someone were to go to the Greater Baltimore Urban League website, you do you have your own section about all, you know, Saturday leadership and everything? Yes. That, yeah, yep. it's all pretty self-explanatory. Yes, and I know we are um, updating our website, but that's definitely on there. Cool. Awesome. Yep. That's great. And what are some things that you're working on now that you wrap that up? What is your, you know, role look like till the end of the year? There's certain, you know, goals and projects that, you know, people who are listening to this interview can help you out with. Or is there anything that I know we run public service announcements on our radio station uh-huh. group here to get the word out about Saturday leadership. And I hear that. And I think now that I get to hear from you personally, all of that entails. It's just it's just a really great, important program. Um, we still have college lessons coming up, but not until next year, January. Gotcha. Um, next we have Coffin, after that Loyola. Um, then we're trying to go out of state to um, Beacon Goldie, which is in Delaware. Oh, cool. Maggots Evers, which is in New York. So um, we have a lot of sessions coming up. We have um, a facilitator um, sign up in our Instagram as well. You can click the link in there. So if any leaders want to come facilitate, um, we have workshops about financial literacy, goal setting, empathy, um, college and career readiness. A big thing we want to incorporate now are a wider scope of post-secondary options, entrepreneurship, career workshops with STEM, things like that. We have um, partners, Stanley Black and Decker, they have a RISE program That's huge. that some of our participants are a part of, which is amazing. It is. The orientation with them was so good. Um, it was amazing to see them engage. Our kids, we have a lot of characters. We also have a lot of entrepreneurs, so that's been amazing to see, too. So definitely fostering all of that, um, all of those seeds and helping them grow and 
whichever way they can, just being a part of their village. Somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned entrepreneurship because a lot of people don't necessarily just take that academic path. They might mm-hmm. make their own way by being a business owner, a small business owner. Yeah. And you guys are incredible supporters of our, our, our amazing black-owned businesses in the city and beyond. So thank you for bringing that up, too, because that's really important. That's so yeah. well-rounded. And again, Instagram, very important, at G-B-U-L Youth yes. is where we, people can check that out. Awesome. And now we were talking about, um, you know, speaking of programs and all these things and grants, and you were mentioned RFPs, <laughs> Tiffany, which is a request for proposal yes, if people I, aren't I in. Yes, I forget my gra- I know, well, yes. Only because, I, I mean, we're from a family of contractors as well, <laughs> so it's like these acronyms might fly by and yes, people don't yes. know what they mean but it just means that you're you're, you're always applying for grants you're always oh, it's a non-profit dang. organization aka we need the funds to fund these incredible programs Absolutely. like what we're talking about and um if we could back it up a little bit to giving tuesday this year how did that go i heard on the national news that donations for all nonprofits were down because oh, inflation wow. is so up so how did that go and then it, it doesn't have to be on that day explain to people how they can invest and and give back to to Jeeble and why that's so important. What are some things that that you need that they can help you with that you know you sure. really need to keep going? Absolutely. Um, well, that all rounded out as far as you know, um, cyber Cyber Monday, um, Small Business Saturday. I was able to go around on a tour with Downtown Partnership and personally uh, support some of the small black businesses on Saturday. I purchased something from all seven. That's great. Um, Yeah, it it was really nice. But I think uh, Giving Tuesday really was a damper this year. Um, We we did not receive much funding at all. But I don't want our followers or our supporters to believe that's the only way and that's the only day. You know, Giving Tuesday is great, but we accept donations of any kind, clothes, clothes, Scarves, hats, meals, uh, gift cards, and funds to support the work we do because everything that we provide to the community is all cost-free. We don't charge our participants anything. We don't even charge them to get to our programs. If they can't get to our programs, we provide transportation for them. We give them a bus pass for the month. We give them stipends to stay engaged. If we want them to participate in like our IT class, we paid them to stay in class because we know that some individuals have to cut some hours out of their work or don't have a job or need you know health care or daycare. Yeah. So um, we even provide stipends. So any type of funding supports our efforts to continue the economic mobility of minorities and those who need it most. Um, Anytime you can support us, they can always go to www.gbul.org and provide any any donation is is happy and appreciated. Absolutely, because um, we spoke um, last quarter or recently. You know, you're uh, you're working on the roof for your oh, your. How's that coming along? Because you have a historic building. <laughs> yes, and that, that is a damper. Um, that it, that is another damper. Um, we we honestly um lose um and and could do so much more for the community if we were consistently in the community. We have not been in our building since 2020, March of 2020, when everyone was sent home because we have an historic building and there's so much work needed to it. You know, we need a new HVAC system that when we were going to get it done in 2020, it was $300,000. It's now $810,000. Wow. So, you know, that's one thing. We need new sprinklers. We need, we really need the entire building redone, which is going to be about $3 million. So we've been raising funds, but the funds that we raise 
really have been small funds. We have been blessed by the state of Maryland with two bond bills, one for 300000 and one for 500000 And I'm blessed that uh, Senator Van Hollen and Senator Cardin has uh, pushed forward an earmark grant that I wrote uh, along with um, Dr. Dale Green for $4 million to renovate our building as well as develop some low-income apartments and recreation center across the street from our building. So I'm very hopeful and prayerful that those things come to fruition and that um, my legacy and whoever comes to um, fulfill the shoes in the Urban League can take it to greater heights. Yeah, absolutely. That's always the goal, right? But no matter what, even if there are many things at your Orchard Street location, needs um you still your thanksgiving giveaway um it was the oh, wow. the, tur- the thanksgiving turkey drive i mean talk 600 about, turkeys incredible so how you pull it off like magic no matter what you know how did we that do. how did that happen who did you serve how, what were you know some of the smiles on the faces some of the stories from that day like who was out there the whole team tell us about that day and who you helped and, and i know jemai's got Jemai a big smile on her Jemai face right now to talk about she was there yeah. for most of it i i had interviews and i had um internal work to do so she got there much earlier than I did. I didn't get there until 2.30. But that is a partnership, a long-time partnership with Giant. Um, Giant has been one of our most amazing uh, partners and sponsors, as you. You know, you getting our workout. I called you one day. Um, You didn't get until later, but I was in tears. I was driving um, somewhere, and I heard you, and I heard a commercial with Greater Baltimore Urban League, and I was like, we're on the news, we're on the radio, and it was just like so daggone amazing, but you getting out the word of the work that we do in Giant. For the last two years, Giant has supplied us. Last year, it was 600 turkeys and 600 pies. This year, it was 500 turkeys, and we partnered with another um nonprofit organization, the Peace Team, and um, we just put out flyers and we served anyone that came up. We gave uh, 25 and 50 turkeys to um, churches. We gave 50 turkeys to a nonprofit that serves women in Baltimore City um, with low infant mortality rate um, of uh, premature births. And um, Jemiah can speak on our day because yes, she was yes. she was there most of Jemiah, it. Jemiah, I could see you with the phone out, taking video pictures and helping people out. What was it like? Oh my gosh, that's so great! I didn't get to take any pictures because I was working. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but it was awesome. We served hot food. Um, that was awesome. So we were off of Martin Luther King. It was people coming from work, like on their lunch break. Um, it was over 500 people. I mean, I know we took down a number, but I'm sure it was more than that because oh, yeah. there were a lot of kids. We had people taking plates home. Um, we love giving back in the holiday time. We know sometimes it's not the best for everyone. Um, and that's just what we're always about, just always being here for everybody and giving back to the community. It was awesome. A lot of hugs, laughs. Um and food. Who yeah. doesn't love food? Oh, my food? gosh. No, you're right, because uh, the holidays are not always a happy time for mm-hmm. people that, that don't have enough. And the, uh, thank you for providing that nourishment for the community mentally and physically. And, um, you know, that that's just incredible. And giant, too, because, you know, yeah. Yeah, we mean, have to do more for that. Um, this year, I, w- I was very happy to hear the reason why we did hot meals this time is because last year we observed so many individuals experiencing homelessness come to the uh, giveaway and they were like, what am, I'm homeless. What can I do with the frozen turkey? You're right. So our um, executive operations manager, Shia, said, 
can we serve hot meals? We need to meet with our BRAP, our participants, and see who will give back and volunteer. And we had so many step up and say, I'll make a turkey. I'll make the side. So while we were on one side, uh, we were in front of our building giving out the frozen turkeys. Jemiah and her team and the workforce development team was across the street in our parking lot serving hot meals. And, you know, we, we did that part of it, but we also need to focus on um, mental health yes. because there is a lot of seasonal depression mm-hmm. that occurs during the holidays, be it if individuals have money to, you know, give gifts or just missing relatives or just feeling not in the mood. So that's something that we are looking to focus on in the, in the coming weeks, uh, how we serve the community with mental health support. Um, so we're going to have a few in-person, possibly two in-person sessions to address mental health. And then we'll also have some webinars to support our community all over. It's not just Baltimore, but to support anyone we can with mental health um, awareness and support during the uh, holiday season. That's really important because whether um, if you are lucky enough to have a roof over your head and then you have someone missing at the table, Mm. there's that Mm -hmm. chair. And we know we've all had loss in our lives. That's and it can trigger people at that time. Mm -hmm. And that's and especially if you, you know, are in need, it makes it even harder. So thank you for that new initiative. That's incredible. And now is it true? Next year is 100 years for the Greater Baltimore <laughs> Urban League as we're looking ahead it is true. <laughs> to 2024. I mean, the gala, I know you've got the wheel spinning. We only have two minutes left. Jerry, our producer, who never gets enough props, is holding up two. Jerry's awesome. He's the man. I love Jerry. He's the best. So what's, and that being said, this two minutes is yours, both of you. So what's, you know, what do you have in store for the next year? What's the most important thing? If someone's hearing about you for the first time, why is it important that they get involved with the Greater Baltimore Urban League? And, you know, what do you need the most? What can we help you with the most? Well, I definitely want to highlight that uh, Jemiah came to our, what nobody knows, but Jemiah is a, I don't know, she's millennial Gen Z or what she is, but um, I'm a millennial. I'm millennial. So I would <laughs> highlight that we had a, a great number of millennials attend our gala last year. And they honestly have been DMing me, texting me. When is the gala? Like They enjoyed themselves so much that it was definitely a day for all ages. Next year is our 100-year anniversary, and I cannot express how much and how important it is. Um, I want to have a very, very good um, entertainer. We're going to have a comedy show, hoping to have either Jill Scott or Music Soul Child as our entertainer. I was getting ready to bang on the table. Wow, because um, well, we mean it. Like, this is yeah, important I mean, stuff. I mean what I'm saying. Yes. And I would like to raise um, $5 million during um, our 100 year. I would like to raise $2 million to give directly back in grants, um, $2,500,000 to our um, small businesses. And I'd like to be able to use the other $2.5 million in our um, youth programs to support families in need. Um, retail and residential um, support is desperately needed. Great. So we got a great year ahead of ourselves. So gbul.org is where it's at, um, donating and helping for the year to come. Tiffany Majors, you just heard her, president and CEO of the Greater Baltimore Urban League for the last five years and many, many more beyond that with your leadership. There's nothing you can't do. Believe you're my hero, I'm telling you. And Jemiah Ebron, we're leading it in for the millennials and the next generation. Such an important point to make. And everything that you've said today has just really, thank you for being here, because that's really the perspective we need to lead the Urban League into the future. Absolutely. 
Program Coordinator for Youth Programs and Education, and I encourage everyone to go to gbul.org, find out more about the organization, and we can't wait to talk to you guys again. Yes. On behalf of Odyssey Baltimore, thank you for all you do every day. Thank you. In the thank community. You. You're incredible, you. incredible people. And um, you guys, thank you for listening. If you need more information, you can find that at todays1019.com. And again, this has been a production of Odyssey Baltimore.